Yo, what's up, guys? Today, I sit down with John Lee. Now, this guy is a freaking legend. Uh, really, really freaking cool dude. Not only has he just created massive amounts of success, spoken on stages all around the world with people like Richard Branson, Tony Robbins. This guy's a multi, multi-millionaire. Um, you know, he's he's just a freaking beast when it comes to really educating people around finances and how to create real wealth, how to create financial freedom, right? But what I love most about the guy is he's just got such a passion for really helping people, okay? So, this interview is really freaking cool and he even gives everyone who's listening to this episode an incredible offer at the end to jump into his new software that he's launching that's going to help you uh, be able to monetize some of the things that you just love doing in your life and start creating another income stream. It's really freaking cool. So pay attention to this one. You guys are going to love it. Welcome to the Dreaming Out Loud family where young entrepreneurs come to get inspired, learn the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan Nelson. And each week, I'm going to bring you the most epic guests to share their stories and wisdom to help you expand your mind of what's truly possible in your world. All right, so today's guest is an international speaker, a motivator, an author, and an all-out legend. After getting a degree in computer animation, he went in to become a top animator and worked on films like the Harry Potter series and X-Men. After realizing that he'll never be able to live his dream life working for someone else, he went in to follow his dreams and passions in business and become financially free at 27 by building an amazing property portfolio. Now the founder of Wealth Dragons Online, a business learning platform for all entrepreneurs, teach them the skill sets to just crush it in life and business. He has such a huge passion for teaching people financial education that was never taught in school so that they can go out and have choice on a life that they truly deserve. So please help me welcome the guy that went from mopping floors in his parents' Chinese shop as a kid to now having taught people all around the world, having shared the stage with people like Sir Richard Branson, Tony Robbins, T. Harvecker, and even Bill Clinton, Mr. John Lee. Hey, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Mate, I'm so excited and I'm so pumped just to have a chat with you. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one, man. Thank you for just taking the time and jumping on. Oh, thanks for having me on the show, man. Awesome. John, I, um, I'd love to just jump straight into it and let the listeners hear your story because like, I've I've heard a bit about your story. I've seen a bit about what you do, and uh, it's just so freaking awesome. It sounds like you got a really kind of interesting upbringing, and and all that. How you got into doing what you're doing now? Well, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I started working with my mum's Chinese takeaways, a dishwasher, um, and then I don't know, like a part of that journey was not really getting enough time to spend with my my family. So I said to myself, "There's got to be a faster, quicker way of earning more money, so I can do the things I want to do." And so being a kid, you know, teenager as well, still working, my mom's Chinese takeaway. Um, you know, I didn't really get to spend much time with my friends because every weekend I'd be, you know, when every weekend would be a, like a birthday party and I couldn't go because I'd always have to be working. So it almost felt like I was trapped and I just wanted a way to be able to get out of that. And then I got into, you know, university, I got a degree and I became an animator. And then of course, a part of that was not understanding that actually you have a choice. You know, if you want to do something in life, you, you got to take the opportunity in your own hands and you got to do something about it. And so then I embarked upon this journey of entrepreneurship. I'm, a friend of mine gave me a book. His name was Darren, best friend. And he, he's like, John, you know, you keep complaining about the job, but you don't do anything about it. Hmm. And I said, 
that's a good point. <laughs> so then I just said, okay, let's just do something about it. I remember, I'll never forget this. After writing, after, after reading that book, started dabbling entrepreneurship. I said to him one lunchtime, because we always used to have lunch downstairs. And, you know, we, we, he'd always ask me, so uh, how's it going? How's it going? And I remember, you know what I said today? Today is my last day. I'm going to quit my job. And he said, no. And he didn't believe me because I always said it. And then, of course, you know, this is after lunch. I sat back down at my table and I started composing this email. You know, when, like when people leave a company, they always send a massive email out to all their yeah. department. And I was like, I wrote this email. I kept deleting like some messages. And then, and then I just thought to myself, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I hesitated for about, it must have been like two or three hours. Like, should I send this? Should I not send this? And I said to myself, look, if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. So I just hit send. Two seconds later, I get a phone call from Dan. He said, oh my God, you did it. You, you're leaving. And then like the head calls me for a meeting. And like, I didn't even tell anyone. I, was, I just, I just hit said that I'm leaving, you know? So that, that, that was a big thing for me. What was, uh, was there much of a lead up to that? Like we kind of two questions. Sam, I'm so curious about, was there much of a lead up to that? That made you go like, I just can't take this anymore. And did you have a, a plan to kind of go to something else? Or were you just like, was that the first thing just going, I have to take a step on something and then let the rest kind of figure itself out? There was definitely a build up for it. It was probably around six months of just like hesitating, learning and be like, and it was interesting enough because as I was working the job, my, one of my first businesses was real estate. So I bought, I bought my first house and you know, I made an, an okay size of money and I thought, wow. And it wasn't until I was, I was listening to this podcast and, and this podcast was, he said, look, there's this guy called Dolph DeRuz who's based in, um, I think it's in New Zealand. And, you know, this guy was a PhD. And in the, in the podcast, he said, look, I've worked all my life studying, getting a PhD. I applied for all these jobs and no one gave me a job. And then, um, and at the side, he did property. And then, so the day he bought and sold a property, he made $35,000. On that same day, he got a job offer for $35,000. And he said, hold on a second. He said, I can just buy and sell one of these houses and make 35000 instead of, working in the whole job for a whole year for 35,000. Why would I do that? And it was that point where I had that epiphany, that aha, I thought, yeah, like, why don't I just do that? Why don't I just, like, my salary at the time, I was on 36,000 pounds, which is no case salary. But when I quit my job is when I got a pay rise from 36,000 to 60,000. And that's when, you know, it was a hard decision to, my, you know, I'm going to make all this money every month, but then, like it's almost like the more money you get paid, the tighter the chains get around mm. your wrists, you know? So for me, I just said, you know, that's it. And it's interesting because I worked all my life to get to a position. And when I left my job, I actually got promoted to become a, like an, like one of the lead animators on one of these, there's a film called Despero. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was a, this cartoon about a, about a mouse. But that film that I could have worked on that and I worked all my life to be working on a feature film. When I got there, I'm like, no, it's not what I want. It's not your passion. No. Did, did you find your passion in real estate or was it just more so being able to have the freedom to do what you want? Uh, for me, it's, all, it's about, um, well, I mean, it was real estate because that's all I knew at the time. <laughs> right. But now, of course, I do a lot of things. I'm an investor. I, I've got a company listed in the stock exchange. Uh, we built some software that helps thousands of people all around the world right now. So for me, it's, it's, it's about starting off what you're, what you're competent at. You know, I'm not an intelligent guy. I didn't do very well at school. So I just thought, okay, what's the easiest thing I can do to make money? And that was real estate. Buy a house low and sell it high. That's all, you know, I thought, well, I, even I could do that. <laughs> yeah, that's so fascinating. So 
you were growing up um, Chinese parents in London, right? Was that home for you? Uh, Manchester. Manchester, Manchester I mean, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, same, same. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, what was your kind of upbringing like? So if they, they own their own restaurant, did you grow up in like a kind of business orientated? Was that kind of work ethic kind of put into you or did you, did you um, discover it and learn it? For me, it was really about my freedom. Like my first freedom that I wanted was I want my weekend so I can spend and go to my friend's birthday parties. Yes. You know? So then I got three jobs. I got a job working on telesales. I would sell domain names over the phone. Uh, in the evenings, I'd go and work on my mom's Chinese takeaway. And in the weekends, I'd go work. Um, at a, a, have you heard of Timberland? Timberland is um, yes. like a real outdoor wear. I work for yeah. a company called Timberland selling shoes. And so, you know, and all this was to make enough money so I didn't have to work. But of course, you know, that wasn't the right strategy. You know, working all these jobs is not, is not the thing you should be doing. Like just working hard, you want to work smart. Trading time for money, right? That's, that's, that's the, uh, that's, that's all we get taught. That's all. And I was having this conversation with, uh, with a friend today and he was having a conversation with his parents because he works for his parents and he's talking about how I'm going to go out and create my own business doing it this way. And it's more like a leverage kind of business model. And, and they're saying to him, I don't get that. Why, why are you doing that? And, and we're like, it's such a generational kind of gap. It's like you, you need to work hard. That's the belief is you have to work hard and trade time for money. Where especially with technology, internet, everything these days, like there's so many different ways out there to make money that are smarter way, right? And yeah, I mean, like, for example, software now automates everything. Mm. I, I, can, I can replace three people's job with one piece of software. Wow. And it can work 24 hours a day, right? I can, I, I can, I can build a membership site in, a, in five minutes and start making money straight away. You know, it's like before you had to learn how to code, before you had to learn how to put all the, you know, uh, graphics in, then you have to get the a domain name, then an FTP, and then, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, that was just, back then you, you'd have, but now, you know, technology, we're now living in a technological recession. A lot yeah. of people are losing their jobs because of technology. Yeah. And it's, it's scary, but also exciting at the same time, I think, right? Depends how you're kind of looking at perceptions always. Everything I see that's just so much opportunity uh, happening right now, which is really, really kind of cool. Especially in- well, I th- well, right. well, I think, well, I mean, Morgan, you're absolutely right. I mean, now it's like, you know, in, in the ch- there's a word in Chinese called Weiji, and it's made up of two characters. And if you, if you take this character here, you take away this one, it means chaos mm. or danger. But if you, if you take this one away, you leave this one, it means opportunity. Both put together means chaos, right? So there's a lot of chaos, as you know, happening right now as we, as we you know, do this, recording this podcast. But it's, it's having the knowledge because the more knowledge you have, the more you know, the more you can do. Right. And people, I just think a lot of people, and that's what I love about what you're doing. You're spreading this message to help impact millions of lives all around the world with, with, with your podcast and your message. And I think a lot of people don't put in time to do that. I spend, you know, I wake up every day, five, six o'clock in the morning. I have five, six hours sleep every day. I'm not saying that's good. It's actually bad. You I do that more. as well. I, I like it. <laughs> I, you but, know, I, but, I, yeah, I, you're right. Cause you wake up and you're passionate, right? Mm. What I realized was that it's not about, working hard it's about knowing what can i what technologies are there for example social media i have five million people following me on social media right instead of me sitting there posting all this stuff manually i can hit one button and it'll syndicate and it and i can automate all the posts i can even talk to people 
automatically as well without even being there. There's technology that does that as well. So there's just so much stuff that really we can, the whole goal of this moment is to fire yourself with mm -hmm. technology, fire yourself with technology. <laughs> and what, what, are, what are some ways that people can kind of get started in, in, in that? Like, how, how do you mean by that? Fire yourself with technology. Well, for example, um, instead of me like having to be there and make all my posts, I can, I can import all these posts into a software and I can say day one, make this post, day two, make this post, day three, make that post. So I don't have to, I don't have to do it. So I'm firing myself from that role. Mm. Right. Um, speaking, right. So I speak, uh, and, you know, it's a shame you missed me in, in, in Brisbane. Cause I did a whole tour, <laughs> we did a whole tour in, in, in um, Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne. And so the, I was in on the morning, so you came in the afternoon, but like, still trying to like now technology, I can fire myself from doing speaking now. And he's like, well, why do you want to do that? Well, it means I don't have to fly 24 hours to Australia <laughs> and be jet lagged, but I can just stay at home with my family, with my daughter. You know, I can, I can now do a talk to, you know, it's interesting because at that event, there was just over a thousand people, mm. right? But the other week I had 1,000 people, so 1,500 people watching me live, right? Mm. Like, it's, it's amazing. And I'm doing this from the comfort of my home office right now. So yeah. I'm kind of firing my, my whole, when I say fire, I don't mean like literally fire. I'm talking about to replace, to have other things do that for you so you don't have to do it. Yes. All right. And, and I think the whole, this whole Corona thing is really pushing people to realize how much things can be done online. Like there's so well, much happening online. Well, I'm telling you now we are living in a digital revolution. That's why if you go to my Instagram, um, my, my latest Instagram um, theory is this whole rise of the digital entrepreneur. Mm. So now people are becoming digital entrepreneurs now rather than entrepreneurs. So yes. that's huge thing that's going to happen. I would say in over the next 10 years, you can see this rise of these digital entrepreneurs. I love it. I'm, I'm all about, I'm all up in that. Like I, I preach this, <laughs> I preach this all the time. I, I know you're really big and you're really passionate about teaching people financial education, right? This stuff that they didn't teach you in school. What are some things that you wish you did learn back in school when it comes to managing money and multiplying money? I, well, first of all, I wish that school taught about money management and investment. Right, because a lot of the times, like, what's the first thing you do? Like, when you you when you're kids, right? You you start doing these little chores. Your parents give you money and spending money. What do you do? You go spend it all. But no one ever taught you to keep some of it, to save money, to invest it. You know, one of the things I do with my little uh, cousins now when I go and see them for Christmas, um, instead of buying them expensive gifts, I buy them like a little, um, you know, those like there's like a little tin and you put money in it. Yeah. Right. But, but you can't get into it. You have to like break it open to get into it. And what I do is I say, look, you see this, this is an investment. He said, what do you mean? He said, whatever you put in today and we'll multiply. He said, what are you talking about? I said, just trust me on this. Right. So I'm going to give you this today. And that's Christmas when I see you. Um, it needs to be intact. Right. And I'll, I'll tell you why, but you need to wait. Right. So now I'm teaching them delayed gratification. So what happens is when I go and see them, we open the, the thing together and we pour it out. What, what, however much money's in there, I'll match it. Ah, right. So it teaches them about, Oh, wow. I don't have to spend money. Well, I can delay my gratification. Wow. There is such thing as investment, right? So you, we're teaching them the kids lessons of number one, not instead of wanting things all the time. Cause I think, you know, we, we, we are living in this world of instant gratification. And I think, you know, we need a little bit more patience. 
hundred percent. And it's so easy to fall into that trap though, especially my generation. Like how old are you, John? How old do I look? Honestly, when I was writing up your bio and I'm like financially free at 27, I was like, oh my God, this guy's done so freaking well for his age. And I'm, I, I was honestly thinking you're like really young 30s. How old are you? Like 30, 31, 32 or something. I was very kind. No, I'm, 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 it was my birthday um, last week. So, well, actually, no, Monday, Monday. Monday exactly. so, Gemini's. Um, Gemini's. Oh, you, yeah, you, 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 your birthday this week? Yeah, 19th of June, coming up. 19th of June. Nice one. Yeah. Nice. One. Anyone listening yeah, to this so, recording? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I'm almost hitting my, my, my big four zero soon. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I think you're a millennial. You're a millennial then, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the border. On the I'm cast. on the border. Right. Yeah. And like, so, so our generation and especially the new one, I think Gen Z is what it's called. Yeah. Like it's, you know, we're, we're growing up with, uh, like I can talk to Google on the other side of my room and she does everything for me. I, you know, we have Alexa and Siri and, you know, we have everything. And so it's so easy to be programmed and conditioned to want things really fast. And, 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 you know, how can people start when it comes to money? Cause this is a huge thing. Like I, I whole point of this podcast is just to really, help people start living out their dreams and understand more about themselves. And money is a huge thing because how you man like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm-hmm. How you manage your money is probably how to manage the rest of your life. Right. So yeah. how can some people start like what, what are some smart practices around managing money um, right now? So I have a system called the piggy system, P I G E S. So that means depending on how much money you make, I created a whole video on this actually, if anyone's interested, just go to YouTube typing John Lee piggies, but I'll shorten it just to get the gist of it. So P stands for play money. Let's say you make, I don't know, let's say you make 500 pounds a month, right? So keep the figure simple. So we're going to take a hundred pound of that, put it into a play fund, right? So what's a play fund? The play fund is where we're allowed to spend money. Right. So sometimes people feel guilty for spending money. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's for you to play with. Second one is investment. Right. So you need to take hundred pounds of that and put it into investment. Why? Because what a lot of people do, they take all their money, put it into investment. When it fails, they lose everything. This way you don't lose everything. Right. Cause okay. It's my investment fund. Um, G is give like you want to give money, right? Because the more you give, the more you get. But that's not the reason why you want to do it. But you've got to, it's a mindset of letting go of, um, you know, trying to hold on to money, right? The moment you do that, suddenly more money comes to you. It's weird. Mm. Um, so you've got P-I-G-E, education. You take a hundred pounds, put it into your education, right? And then I is your, is, is your um, savings. Then you do need to put some in savings. So this is how I wish I would have been taught at school how to save money. Because now, People who are doing this, they like you see how many businesses, like millions of businesses are going, millions of people are losing their jobs and hundreds of thousands of businesses are going out of business. They can't even cope for one month because of this whole lockdown thing. You know, so that's why you've got to have, you know, people say save for a rainy day. I say invest for a rainy day. Right. I love that. And this, and this is kind of foreign for me. Like I'm a, a, um, like, I did some work with uh, my mentor used to be the head trainer with uh, Harvecker, right? With T. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done a lot of stuff with him around managing my money and, and uh, I'm a spender, right? You know, the money archetypes. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm always spending my money. I'm always having a great time. And as soon as I started to kind of put this into place, uh, it's incredible to see all my accounts kind of start to grow. I'm having some investments. It starts here off and- slow at first, doesn't it? Yeah. It starts <laughs> off slow. 
and you're like, I'm not, I'm not making it, not saving anything. Mm. But then one of them starts kicking in, investment starts doubling your money, your education starts to compound. You go, oh my God, now you can make better decisions. Then you start learning, then you start investing in softwares, right? Investing in things that makes your life easier. So it, 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 it all compounds like a snowball, right? It is yeah. amazing when you see everything grow and it doesn't matter if you make an investment and the investment you know, goes wrong. You're like, well, that's, that was what it was for, right? Yeah, exactly. It's the, yeah. What, what, what are some things that, um, you know, obviously like properties, major investment. I know you love your property and everyone will talk about property, but you also need quite a bit of cash to get your first deposit and all of that. Is there, is there some other things that you'd recommend that as like a good little, like what, what's your kind of favorite investments for without having to save up 50,000, 80,000 kind of dollars? In real estate or in anything? Anything, I guess, before real estate, unless you can get into real estate with only having a few thousand dollars, that we, I don't know about. <laughs> well, you, you can. It's, it's, so it's, it's, okay. So I call it the Expedia model. Expedia finds everyone's going on holiday, finds all the hotels and flights and puts them together. So in real estate, this is one of the ways I started was to find people who had the deals, to find the investors and put them together and I'll take a cut. So that's how you get started in things. Like one of the things I do now, one of the things I speak all around the world is I'm looking for business partners. So I become an equity partner in somebody's company. So for example, there's um, a juicing company who I'm now an equity partner in. And they come to me and they say, you know, John, I want, I want more leads. So they, I kind of go on there as an advisor to give them advice on the marketing and the strategy and the strategic view on how to implement and scale. And then whatever they scale by, I get a percentage of that company. So that's an easy way to, that, that's why if you can invest in anything, education and skills is the most important thing because with skills, you, you can monetize your skills because you need skills to pay the bills, you see? So for me, it's all about if people want to start, get educated in like marketing. Like that's the best thing you get. Any business cannot do without marketing. Yeah. And right now, a lot of people need business. <laughs> So yeah. you're just going to go to these businesses who are going out of business and say, you know what? I want to be your marketing director. I'm going to give you a strategic view on how to do things. And then you implement it. And then they, you let them do the fulfillment. The money comes in, you take a cut. So that's what I call equity partnership deals, which I think is going to be one of the, 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 the again, we talk about digital entrepreneurship, right? So for example, um, we have a software called menby.com, right? Yeah. In fact, we've got a special gift for your um, audience at the end of this this day to the end. Yeah. So there are, and what this does is it allows you to monetize your knowledge, skills, and expertise and sell online courses, sell membership sites. But I get a lot of people saying to me, well, John, I'm not good at anything. I don't have any knowledge. I'm not an expert in anything. But guess what? Let's say I was that person. I would say, okay, so what's my, what's my skill? What's my arbitrage? So then I would say, oh, I know Morgan. Morgan's really good with podcasting. He knows how to put podcasts on. So what I'm going to do with Morgan is I'm going to take Morgan's skill set and monetize his skill set. How? You're going to teach people how to put on their own podcast. You must have loads of people that ask you, how do you put a podcast in? Yeah. What microphone should I buy? Right? So what we're doing is now we're getting paid for our knowledge, skills, and expertise. So I do all that work for you. You're going to do the delivery. And then I'm just going to market that. And I take a cut. <laughs> just keep it simple. Right? Yeah. So Everybody that's wins. why the biggest skill you can monetize is either, um, um, Sales or marketing. Any one of those two, the skills, you can wrap any business model around it. I love that. Yes. That, that's why I'm, I'm a big... Um, so I, 
I used to be, uh, I used to be a carpenter, right? I found network marketing after reading Robert Kiyosaki's books. I found network marketing at 21, not really having an idea what it really was. I, I was just like, oh, cool. Like side hustle online. Everything's going online. Makes sense. And I started making some cool money. And then I, I created financial freedom of that at 23. And from that now, it's like now I, when I talk to people about it, it's like, I, you know, whether or not you jump into it and create massive success or not. It's like, it's such a profound business model to get into because what I've learned with marketing and sales and leadership just by growing a team, I can now take that and package. And now my, like if, if it never existed tomorrow, there's not a chance in hell I'd ever go back to a job from what I've learned and, and developed, right? And that's get that sales and marketing. It's just, you can apply it with everything. You got it, man. You got it. I love it. And, and what, what you were saying before about with the uh, investing in yourself, I, that's, that was the first thing that always made sense to me as well. It's like investing in education, investing in mentors, investing in coaching. And I've invested uh, like a lot in myself in the last probably three, four years um, doing self-development, but it's made me more than 10 times what I've invested, right? And uh, I think for all the people out there that are maybe unsure of where they could start putting some of their money, I think definitely starting with themselves. Uh, it's just a great place to get started. Do, do you know what it's like, Morgan? It's like this. It's like, there's a, you know when you go to a safe, there's a pin code, right? Yeah. There's a pin code in there. And it's like when people don't get a coach or a mentor, it's like they're pushing in all these numbers, trying <laughs> to guess and hope that it's going to open. Well, wouldn't you rather just pay someone to tell you what keys to press? Yeah. It, it's never made sense to me. Yeah. Why people don't do it? Because, you know, they're too scared of, oh, oh, it's going to cost this much money. Yeah, but you, you don't see, you see, that's one thing I know about people. They have a different mindset. People who are wealthy. They always think, oh, well, what's it going to make? Like, what's the mm-hmm. ROI? People who are like poor, they're like, well, what's it going to cost me? They always see things as a cost. They don't see things that if I do this, it's going to save me time. That's why I'm so big on software. Like all the things I do, I probably use about 50 different softwares to run my business right now. That's incredible. Seriously, all these different things, everyone plugs into one, everyone automates everything. Every time someone does this, it sends a text message. And I just, yeah, I use so many different softwares to make my life easier. That's Why okay. wouldn't you? Exactly. Time's and it, your biggest asset. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Um, it's like, you know, when, when we go to school, we, we get a teacher to teach us how to like read English, right? We get a teacher how to teach us how to do maths and and then when you finish school and it gets punched into us for so long, get education, get education. But how do you get an education? You have a teacher. But when, when we leave school, it's like people think, okay, the, te- the learning's done. And how am I going to figure out life? I, and I always talk to, I talk to people about this and it's so funny. It's like the two, most topic, two biggest topics that most people are so uncomfortable to talk about is money and sex. And it's, it's why most people are broke and have shit sex. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's because... It's like when you finish school, you don't think you, you want to go and get someone to teach you how to be better at those things, right? And it's like, well, how did you learn how to learn English? You had a teacher, right? Did you use your own gut feeling? Did you just try and figure it out? You know, it's like you go and get a teacher, you, you invest in it and you, you make it happen. You know, it's interesting because being at school, like the kids that were the really smart kids and super talented ones like in music class um, i always used to see this kid play the piano so how can this kid be so good at playing the piano like it's amazing and of course what i found is like every other night he'd have a private tutor mm. come to the house and teach him 
music, playing the piano. That's why he's so good, right? So I'm like, okay, well, if I just have a private tutor to teach me different skill sets, then surely I'll be much better than not having that. And so it's, it's like your knowledge also compounds as well. Yeah. Right? And, and this is what I, I love about self-development. And this is where the mindset comes in. You always need to be learning. In fact, if you write the word learn, L-E-A-R-N, take off the L, it spells earn. Mm. You know, yeah. so the clues in that word itself. So a, a huge thing though is environment, right? And like, have you ever heard the story of, um, have you ever heard that, that, that test, these bunch of scientists done on the monkeys and the banana yeah, at the yeah, top yeah. of the pole? Yeah, yeah, oh, I heard that one. Uh, just for people who haven't heard it, like, so pretty much I, I don't know the whole context around it. You know, there's, they put three monkeys in, in a cage with bananas at the top of the pole. And every single time the monkeys climb up the pole, the scientists scolded it with water until mm. the point that none of them would want to climb up the pole. And then they take out one of the monkeys, replace it with a brand new monkey. That monkey goes up the pole. And when he tries to go up the pole, the others pull him down, right? Back yeah. to safety. Yeah. And they continually replaced the monkeys with brand new ones. And every single time a new one came in, they'd pull them down to the point where all the monkeys in there had never them, none of them have actually been up the pole, but none of them would go up the pole. Mm. And it just shows how powerful like uh, environment is, but also the way things have done, the way things have been done before us. If we're not looking outside the box for new ways of getting around different kinds of people, we can kind of be trapped in that in that same thing that, you know, keep, keep doing the same thing you've always done. You keep getting the same thing you've always gotten. Right. How yeah. can people, because you know, like uh, around the world, like a lot of people's success can really come down to, unfortunately their postcode. So how can someone kind of start tapping into different ways of thinking, different ways of earning and, and living? Well, it's called the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Write that one down. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, you know, I myself, so one of the companies I have is an events company, but now, you know, you know, we can't run events because of this whole craziness is happening right now. So what we're doing now, we're pivoting, we're doing online events. I can tell you, it's just like the paradigm shift. Like everyone's now going online, they're learning things online and you can be in the comfort of your own home. Like instead of having to fly all the way to, to Sydney and run a three day bootcamp, I can have a three day bootcamp on Zoom. Right, I don't have yeah. to leave anywhere, and at lunch times I can go on and have you know <laughs> a lunch with my, with my daughter and my wife. Yeah, do you, do you think do you think that will go so far one way that people will start? Because I love events for networking and community and just that live, you know, like you you can you can go on YouTube and watch Freddie Mercury punching out twenty minutes at Wembley Stadium, right? But to be there is a whole different experience. Do you think do you think it will go so far one way that live events and stuff will start to fade out or, or how do you think? Or do you think you'll no, see a I lot think, more online? No, I think there'll always be a place for on, um, live events, always, always. But now because everyone is forced to go online, like people in like offices now, everyone's working from home. They have to use technology. What technology? Zoom. What are we using right now? Zoom. Zoom. All right? So they've all been conditioned. Oh my God, there's another way. Think about it. All the kids, when all the, all, all the schools were shut down, the kids, its teachers were doing lessons like this on, on, on Zoom and kids were still getting the same experience and the same information. What do you think the parents are thinking? One second. Well, I got to pay all this money to get my kids to school when I can just do it on Zoom for free or not even free. Like, but that, this is why I say there's going to be this whole digital entrepreneur. Like, right now, everything's free. 
right? But the e-learning industry is going to be a $350 billion industry, which is why everybody listening to this right now, you need to get online right now. Now's the time because you're going to see all these other platforms like Facebook, Instagram, they're already starting the monetization phase. So how do we take our knowledge, skills, expertise and monetize it online? Well, there's four things you need. One, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to teach? You're going to teach cooking. You're going to teach like, like one of my students, she's got a hotel. It's a multimillionaire. Now, because the hotel shut down because of this whole COVID thing, she's, she's now turning her passion, which is vegan cooking into an online business. My wife literally the other day ordered some like chili sauce from someone who was making chili sauce online and we paid her money and then it was delivered to the house. Now we have chili sauce, mm. right? So my point here is that you need to know what you're going to be teaching, right? You need to know how to create the content. You need a software for that. So once I've created the content, how do I sell the content? How do I collect money for that passively? Uh, and then how do I market it? How do I get more customers? So these are the four things that a lot of people, if you're starting out, it's actually what you need in order to start getting to where you want to get to. And when you mean software, is this, is this, um, cause I'm, I'm still yet to learn about your new thing. You've kind of yeah. just launched, right? I'm so excited yeah. to hear about it because yeah. I'm very fascinated about this as well, because I will, I really will tap into the online space and create some membership things around self-development because I think it's such, I want to be able to impact so many people. Is this kind of software that is that something I'd be looking at or how do you mean? Definitely. Let me tell you the issue, Morgan, of all the softwares out there right now. I don't know about you, but I'm a techno dummy. I'm not good with computers. I'm not, I'm just passionate about my message about helping people. I don't want to have to deal with the technical headache. I I just, like, do you know how, do you know how many people I I meet and they say, Oh, John, I haven't started my business. I said, why? I'm still working on my website. (laughs) Right. What if, I could just give everybody a membership site. I could just give everybody a ready-made site where they can just click a button and people can pay the money. What if you could just film a video right now, like this interview, you can put all this interview that we recorded on video into a membership site. Anybody that wants to listen to it, charge them a dollar, one dollar, right? And if you get thousands of listeners, you get 1,000 people, you make an extra thousand every single month, but now you get paid to do what you do. You see? Yeah. So, so the, the software that I built does two things. Number one, it allows you to make passive income, recurring income from doing what you love to do, right? Second is allows, if people don't want to pay a subscription, they can pay a one-time fee for a course, right? But the problem with creating courses is you've got to sit down, plan it out, get a professional camera. It's, it's a lot of time. Like for years, I've been wanting to create courses. I've just been too busy. But what if I can just shoot a video, talk about something, upload it, and it's done? So the difference between Membian and all the different softwares out there is it's instant. It's like literally you go in there, you, you go in and you just drag, drop, copy, paste, and you're done. And then all you got to do is market it. That's it. We even have a training in there that tells people how to market it and a community that tells people how to market it, you know? Yeah. So we're taking away all the guesswork and it's instant results. That's freaking awesome. And by the way, guys, you will be able to um, just head to the description of this episode and it's give you information on this. But, and you like, and... Uh, and I only like this is for for real. Also, guys, you really do have to. I know every single episode we bring people on, they're like, go check out the social media. Really, go check out John's social media, his YouTube, his Instagram. You you just put out like really valuable content. Like when I see your stuff, like when we first g this meeting up, and um, you know, I think your 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 guy reached out and 
And he's like, you guys have a lot in common. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Then I'm looking at all your content. I'm like, holy crap. Like you just, you, and it's so clear, like you genuinely do care so much about actually impacting lives, which is like, awesome. the, you know, you follow, you follow the impact and the income will follow, right? I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's <laughs> really, really cool. Um, John, what's, what's your favorite quote and why? My favorite quote is this, is um, the definition of hell on earth is meeting the person that you could have been. I love it. Don't you love that? When you hear that, it's like, whoa. I remember the first time I heard that. I can't remember where I heard it, but it just, it just stuck with me. It's like, wow. I it, lived to my life and then I could have been that person. I met the person that I could have been. That is the definition of hell on earth. Most yeah. people don't live their full potential. And that's, that's a real shame. It's scary. It's like the, you know, the most expensive place in the world is the graveyard. Yep. You know, yep. and it's, it's funny you say that because like when I launched this podcast, the first episode was, uh, I was like, how can I really get people's attention really just get them off their ass and into action. So I kind of just like brain dumped everything in my head. I made this mini, I'll have to send it to you. It's like a couple minutes, right? And I mentioned that quote in there because that fires, like that's, that's probably one of my favorite quotes too. It literally fires me up every single day. The fact of just knowing that I'm going to die one day and I will face either the person that I could have become or the person that I could have become. And I'm going to face the person that has all the potential or heaven is to see the person that you also could have become and see yourself staring back at you and be like, damn, that, wow. was, a good, that was a good time. I love that one. I love that one. Awesome. John, when it, when it comes to money, living out your best life, really taking ownership of all of this. What is something I haven't asked you that I probably should have asked you? You know, a lot, a lot of people, I mean, look, I'm in my first million at 27. When I floated my company, I had a 30 million euro valuation. So it's actually not about the amount of dollars you have in the bank account. Actually, for a lot of people, if you, if you roll back to it, like what is happiness? Mm. Right. That's the question you should be asking, not how much money you want to make. It's like, what, what, how much do I need to live the life that I want to live, right? And that's not millions for most people. Do you know, I tell you, Morgan, it's quite achievable for somebody to, to make uh, six figures a year do, doing what they love. It's quite achievable. If you want someone to make millions a year, that's hard. That's really hard. Six figures is what? If you, if, if, if you take six figures, 100,000 divided by 365, that's only 230 pounds a day or dollars a day. Call it, two, call it 280. $280 a day is not a lot, right? With the right systems, right? Processes in place. You know, I can tell you that a lot of people, like even, look, if you do 100, if you just got, let me think. If you just got, a thousand people to pay you ten dollars a month that's ten thousand a month it's one hundred and twenty thousand a year right and a thousand people divided by fifty two is only nineteen people a week so so the software that we're going to let your guys try out you know it's going to give them a fourteen day free trial to try all this stuff out and they only need to get nineteen people to pay them ten dollars a month for what they already know it's unreal that's it yeah that's all people need <laughs> that's freaking awesome if John if you were to, I'm, I think based on our whole conversation tonight, I think I'm going to know your answer, <laughs> uh, which I love because it's just so freaking real anyway. And it's so fitted for right now. But 
if you were to have lost everything and start over again tomorrow, what would you do? Where would you start? I would definitely start an online business. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know, turning back the tide now. Sometimes property is good. I love yeah. property and it makes money. The only issue is that sometimes it's hard to manage, mm-hmm. right? So you know, I mean, of course, there's systems you can put in place, but what I love about online is like it's unlimited. Do you know the billions of people around the world right now who are connected online? Everything. Look, I mean, like the phone, right? The phone's the first thing you look at in the morning it's the last thing you look up when you go to bed people spend over four or five hours a day on a phone online connected and don't forget only half the population not even half the population in the world right now is online you imagine like you think internet's big now it's only just beginning this is really the opportunity right now for all of you you know and obviously back then it wouldn't have been i wouldn't have said online because the timing's not right Internet slow. We had 56, you know, in those days, 56k dial up. Did you, did you, did you? Australia is still not that freaking good yet. Oh, really? I need to move back to Bali. Everyone, everyone rapped on me when they went, when I went to Bali, like, oh, good luck with the Wi Fi. I come back here, I'm like, mate, it's better in there. No, Bali's good. I I go to Bali every year. That's great. That's my retreat place. Mm. I run a retreat there every year. Um, No way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, I love it. Beautiful. It's, beautiful. it's amazing. That's why I, I went there for a quick little holiday uh, two and a half years ago and I stayed two years. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, like, for, this is a really good strategy I want to give for your audience. Yeah. Um, there's a story I heard of one of my trainers, um, one of his students. He wanted to make money online but didn't know how to do it. So what he did, he went to somebody who he, was, he had an interest in playing the piano, but he couldn't play the piano. So he went to a piano teacher, paid him $1,000 and said, look, I want to record you playing the piano chords and how to play songs by ear, not by music, by listening to music. He recorded that. He turned it into a DVD. At the time, it was a DVD. And he put it online. He sold it for $97. Do you know, a year, he'd made $1.3 million from somebody else's product. So if you're asking me what to do, click the link in this description. Find somebody who's got a skill. Monetize their skill. And don't, don't even pay the money for filming them. Give them a profit share. Mm. That's what I would do. Seriously. I love it, man. This has been absolutely freaking awesome. Um, John, where can everybody find you on social media? Oh, simple. Just go to TikTok, type in John Lee. You'll see them on the blue tick. Are you on TikTok? Facebook. I got to check out your yeah, TikTok. On TikTok. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out TikTok. I just got some quotes in there. But if you go to YouTube, type in John Lee, uh, Instagram, type in John Lee, you'll see them on the blue tick. Um, and if anybody's interested in, in starting their own online business, just go to um, menby.co um, forward slash um, Morgan. So cool. if, yeah, so if, if it's, so it's not com, it's, it's www.menby, M-E-M-B-B-Y.co. It's not com.co forward slash Morgan. And your audience will, will be able to get a 14 day free trial into the, the whole um, ecosystem awesome. of, of creating and monetizing their knowledge. That's absolutely awesome. I love it. I, I'm excited to go check it out as well. And um, I just appreciate that anyway. That's really, really cool. Awesome. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having me, man. To, uh, to, to wrap up this interview, John, I'll ask you one last question. Are you ready? Sure. Yep. If you were to go back to your 18 year old self and give yourself 30 seconds of advice, what would it be? Start earlier. <laughs> I wish I would. I started at 21. So I started pretty young. Uh, considering, but I, I tell you, like you got, I've, I have kids now coming to my seminars with the parents. They're like seven, eight, ten years old. 
they bring the kid, you know, the kids with them. The kids are now got YouTube channels. They've got like teaching piano online, teaching maths online, uh, playing with toys online. There's kids now making thousands and thousands of dollars on social media. It's, it's insane. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, if you know anyone else who is as passionate for life as they are successful, then please send them my way. I'd absolutely love to have them on the show. As Zig Ziglar says, if you help enough people get what they want in life, you'll have everything you want. So that's why each month I'm choosing one lucky person who has left a review to have a free private 30-minute coaching call with me. So guys, if you got some value or inspiration from this, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 10 seconds and leave a five-star review and you'll go in the draw to win the call. And if you could share this with a friend, I would be forever grateful. Until next time, guys, I've got your back. Go out and dream out loud.